Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 274. Today is July 27th. Not July 26th, but we had to pre-record this. Why, you ask? Because we are all at a party celebrating the retirement of the most amazing accountant in the whole wide world, Ruth. Big shout out to Ruth. Well done. Uh, she's great. She's just a great, great woman. Um, you know, she's been here since I've been here at the Elijah List, which has been five years so far, which is crazy. Does not feel like it's been five years, uh, but it has been. Um, and yeah, she's retiring. Uh, and one one little fun note about Ruth that I always loved is when we we when we had an office. Um, uh, she would always bring in donuts, <laughs> which is funny because I actually don't eat donuts, but I love the smell of donuts. Um, but every now and then I would eat a donut. Uh, and the re- one of the reasons why I don't eat donuts besides the caloric load is that they give me heartburn 10 out of 10 times. So um, I, I kind of have to like count the cost and go, do I really want heartburn right now? I'm like, this donut looks really good though. So maybe I'll eat it. Um, maybe I'll split it with somebody. Take a third. But anyways, um, we love Ruth, and um, you know we honor her, all that stuff. So that's where we are today slash tomorrow because we're recording this yesterday, but it's today. Crazy. Um, all right. So also, if you guys are listening on Spotify, uh, make sure to follow the Elijah Fire podcast. That'll really help us out. Give us an honest review on there, wherever you guys are listening to this podcast. That'll also really help us out. Also, anytime you guys donate to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, all proceeds go towards keeping this free. However, we also do the double whams, double whammy, as I say, um, because we also take a portion of that donation. You get on, get in on the well, the, the well digging that we're doing across across the world actually uh, and it's continued to expand um but we actually have a new update i played it on tuesday but also want to play it again today uh because it's just really really great um, a real testament to answered prayer from people in these communities specifically regarding fresh clean water um you know there's a lot of a lot of people have to trek many 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 miles um to fetch water from tainted water sources but that's also, um, you know, the elderly there can't do that. And so that can cause a lot of issues as well. Um, so we're going to play a quick update on that and then we're going to get going. Praise the Lord. I'm so happy. I've been blessed. As a pastor, I've spent 34 years on this village. When I got saved, God touched me and told me to preach the word of God through action. I've been teaching water for old people, for the elderly. I wanted to make sure that they get water. There's been a lot of suffering. They've been fetching water from very far places and the water has been bad. But today, we have seen God. I thank God and I thank you, people. God bless you. 
amazing, amazing. Love that video. I love it. Just like I said uh, before playing it, it's just a testament to answered prayer. And, and this guy, this pastor has been investing in this community. Um, and, you know, he even said there's been a lot of suffering and, and they've had to fetch water for older people because they can't make the trek. Um, and even then the water isn't good water. And the fact that now they have an immediate water source that is fresh, clean water. And that's just continuing to expand in that area and other countries around that area. Um, it's just amazing. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. One of these days I'm going to go and see it for myself. Um, but you also can do as well. How do you do that? You ask if you go to showmercy.org, there is a boom right there. I'll just bring it up myself. Showmercy.org. Uh, we partner with them and there's an actual like mission section in there. Uh, and you can actually go yourself. Uh, so if that's something that you're interested in, go visit showmercy.org and um, see for yourself. Um, all right. So uh, last time this guest was on, I was bummed that I could not make it. Obviously, I was hanging out with family, and that's an amazing thing. Um, my sister Jen was here in my stead, and we love Jen. She does an amazing job. Um, so, uh, But my guest today, he's an author. He's a minister. He's a prophetic voice, a powerful prophetic voice, and he's going to be sharing a hot hot word, which I have not even read yet. Uh, so I'm very excited, even though we published it on the Elijah list. Um, but he's also the pastor of ramp church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was going to say it that way. Let's give it up for my guest today. Andrew Tao. Andrew Tao. Welcome back to Elijah fire. Thank you so much. It's always good to be with you. And I love the way you pronounce Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. We, we got to record that. <laughs> yeah. You could, I could do the announcement for your, you know, welcome to Ramp Church. Yeah. Yep. Oh, anyways. That'll be How are you, man? You got a lot going on. I am awesome. I'm doing well and excited about, excited about what God's doing on the earth today. Excited mm -hmm. that we get to be a part. I'm excited to be with you today and yeah. all of Elijah Fire. Uh, we get to hear from you guys and, and how God is using this broadcast and, and this ministry. It's awesome. Mm, come on. So we're going to be jumping into a word that uh, we posted on the Elijah list on July 20th. Um, there is a link in the description under stuff we talked about. If you would like to follow along as Andrew talks about this fantastic word but andrew take it away all right well it's you know as we entered into the month of july i was in a time of prayer and i was seeking the lord you know god what are you saying as i always do because i, I want to hear what he's saying mm -hmm. and he began to speak to me and he said that many people have been encountering unusual opposition and warfare yes uh, yeah <laughs> there's, come on we were talking about that earlier there's been an unusual mm -hmm. uh, uh warfare against what god has spoken and so what happens when we come under warfare a lot of times when we come under opposition 
many of us forfeit the promises of God. We, we give up on the words of God. But I'm telling you today, it's not your time to give up. Mm. It is your time to press through this opposition. In fact, I think this broadcast is being uh, broadcast into your home, being broadcast to wherever, because the Lord is speaking to you saying, what I am doing in the second half of this year yeah. is about to blow your mind. Wow. Uh, the enemy has come in with such a, a, a such might and such authority because he knows that you are at the crossing point. In fact, my, one of my favorite scriptures is, don't grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. So right before the season of reaping comes the temptation to faint. It comes the temptation to forfeit what God has spoken, what God has said. See, I'm speaking to many of you right now. Some of you have felt like, I just want to give up. I can't do this anymore. I thought coming into 2023 was going to be a new year. I thought things were going to finally click. Things were finally coming into motion. I believed God was going to do exactly what he said. And it here we are at the halfway point on our calendar and it does not feel like what I thought was going to happen happened well this word is for you today because God is saying it's not over yet get ready because your opposition now get this the opposition is confirmation of God's assignment on your life See, many of you have even begun to question your calling, your purpose, your anointing. Am I really anointed? Am I really called for this time? Is God really going to do and use me the way he said? I say God is going to do that and more. He is about to do in Ephesians 3.20 exceedingly abundantly above all that you're able to ask or even think. See, when the enemy comes in, Jeff, I love to say this. Giants are a signpost that you're on the right track to promised land. See, if there's a giant that is mocking you, if there is a giant that is standing in your way, you need to be like Caleb and Joshua saying, oh, we can go in at once and take the land. The giants are a signpost that I'm on the right track because I prophesy to you today that giants are going to fall. Giants are coming down because wow. Davids are rising up. Some Davids that look outnumbered, some Davids that look like like you're so intimidated by the size of your giant, but that's what God is going to do. Some of you are going to step back and say, only God could do this. Only God could heal my body. Only God could open this door. Only God could bless my business. Only God could change a nation. Only God could shift my focus. Come on. I feel a prophetic fire beginning yeah. to flow right now. Some <laughs> of you need to type out in the comment section, only God. Because this can't be done by flesh. It can't be done by a person. It can't be done by money. Only God could do this thing. He says, get ready because what I am doing in the second half of this year, there's going to be such acceleration on the promises of God. There's going to be such acceleration on your calling, on your purpose, on what God has promised to you for this year. He said, this is the season that... It, See, uh, sometimes when we feel like we're behind, we want to give up. When we feel like, oh, God, well, I, I'll just wait till the next January and maybe maybe you'll come through. No, it's not too late. Better is the end of the thing 
then the beginning thereof is what the Lord says. You haven't seen anything yet. He says, get ready for the second year. And I want to just prophesy that there is going to be a second wind on the second half of this year. Mm. See, what you need is for the wind of God to bring resurrection to some promises that look dead, some things that look (laughs) hopeless, some things that look like they're out of season. Oh, no. God says, I have divinely ordered you. Oh, he has divinely ordered you in this season. He has orchestrated your deliverance. He has orchestrated a way out of no way. In fact, one of my favorite scriptures, if I have time, I want to share this real quick. Yeah. It's found in the New Living Translation. It's Isaiah, uh, the 43rd chapter. And it says this in verse 16. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses, and I drew them beneath the waves, and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. I love that. But verse 18, I believe this is a word for many of you right now. He says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Now get this. He said, I brought you out of Egypt. Not only that, but I parted the Red Sea and made a dry path for you. I drowned your enemy. I I snuffed out their life like a smoldering candle wick. But then he says, but forget all that. But forget about everything you've seen so far. I want to prophesy to you today. It is nothing compared to what God is doing in this hour. You say, well, my best days are behind me. Maybe I saw the best days 10 years ago. Maybe I saw it 20 years ago. Maybe the best days are over and all I have is a life of suffering. Maybe this is my lot in life. The devil is a liar. God says to you today, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do for I am about to do something new come on that's a reason to shout right there for I am about to do something new God is saying my hand is about to move for you in a way you have never seen before I know some of you are discouraged I know some of you felt like you've been under opposition and when you're under constant pressure you want to give up See, that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to give up and say, God, I can't do this anymore. I'll settle for the consolation prize. I'll settle for door number B. He said, oh, no, you can't settle for number two. You can't settle for the uh, door B. He said, this is the plan that I have for you. You're going to take down that Goliath. You're going to walk on dry ground. He says, but forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I'm about to to do something new see I have already begun do you not see it I will make a pathway through the wilderness I will create rivers in a dry wasteland and the King James says I will make rivers in a desert I don't know if, if, if many of you have been to a desert but it's not known for its deserts 
It, it, it's not known for its rivers. It's not known. Deserts are not known for its bodies of waters. But God said, I'm going to do something that's supernatural. I'm going to do something that doesn't make sense in the natural. Get ready because God is about to make your desert an oasis. He wow. is about to make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In the middle of your wasteland, you're about to see an oasis. In the middle of your dry place, you're about to hit the river of God and you're going to begin to see him do what he has promised you he would do he said I'm doing something new forget all of what I've done before see I believe today Jeff many people they're saying uh you know my best days are behind me the best days of my job the best days of my family the best days of our nation it's behind me but God mm -hmm. is saying to you today oh forget all that for I am doing something new are you ready for the new thing of God mm -hmm. if that's you just begin yeah. to say I'm ready for that yeah. new thing I'm ready for that new thing <laughs> come on I'm ready I I'm right yeah. there with you I am ready for this new thing yeah. every promise of God is yes and amen he said, it is yes to you. If you will add your amen, which means so be it. I remember one day I was praying. And as I was praying and seeking the Lord, I was saying, God, why does it seem like the promises of God are for everybody else? Have you ever felt like that? It feels like everybody else is getting breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. And it feels like, God, where's my breakthrough? I'm your child. I'm your child. He said, Andrew, when it seems like it's hopeless is when I come in the most. It's when I come through in a way you've never experienced. Uh, you know, in this word that I released on the Elijah list, uh, he said, what I'm doing in the second half of this year is about to blow your mind. Now, in the prophetic community, sometimes we hear things like this and we can take it lightly and say, oh, well, you know, I've heard that before. Right. Last year, God yeah. said that or God said this. But mm -hmm. we have to, when it hits your spirit, you have to receive it, and then you have to partner with God. See, too many of us are partnering with the enemy. We're, we're going along with what the enemy says. Well, I guess it is hopeless. Jeff, I guess this situation, it, it's, you know, I, I just agree with the enemy today. It looks like it's over. But I've come to tell you today, it's not over. It's not finished. You may have gone through a temporary situation, but God says that's only temporary. Get ready for the resurrection of your promise. Get mm. ready for God to bring forth everything that he has spoken over your life. He says, get ready for the second half of this year. Now we're at the end of July. So we're at the end of the second half of this year. But God is saying there is such acceleration coming on his promises. Hear me now. He says, there's such acceleration coming on my promises in the second half of this year that it's going to make up time that we lost at the first of the year. It's going to make up time. He said, I will restore the years. How does God restore time to us? He makes us so effective in the second half that it makes us on schedule for where it looks like we've been running behind. You know, when the Lord began to speak this to me, he, he had me. I was in an intense time of prayer and just an intense time of worship with the Lord. And he sent me to, to John chapter 11. It's a very familiar passage of Scripture. It is probably 
one of my favorite. I have to say it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I, I, I might say it is my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, this passage of scripture uh, is what uh, Carmen, I don't know if you all remember yeah. the, the, the artist Carmen, but uh -huh. uh, when I was four years old, we were playing a song of his, Lazarus Come Forth, and my mom was playing it on a cassette tape back then yeah. in those days it was cassette tape uh -huh. and uh th that dates me i know but well, as yeah, me too as she was playing that song the presence of the whole the holy spirit just saturated that car and i received my prayer language and just began to speak with other tongues and wow. fluently began to speak with other tongues and so it was about this passage of scripture about lazarus Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Also, after I'd gone through depression for three, three years and didn't leave my house, it was this passage of scripture that I was reading when the Lord began to call me out of depression. See, it's not too late for you. Some of you, uh, it's a very familiar, I will get into it right now, but uh, Lazarus was sick. And so his sisters, Mary and Martha, you know this story, sent for Jesus and said, Jesus, come. Our brother is very sick, but Jesus didn't come. See, have you ever had an experience where Jesus didn't come in your time schedule? He didn't come when you, it was the perfect opportunity. See, I remember praying not too long ago, actually, I was praying to the Lord and I said, God, this it was your perfect opportunity to come. You could have shown out right here. He said, Andrew, I had to let you experience the death of the promise so that I could come and you could experience the resurrection life. See, some of you today, what you have been going through has been the death of a promise. It's been the death of a dream. It's been the death of a business. It's been the death of something. But God is saying it's really just temporary. When God speaks about death, he says it's temporary. It's not the final verdict. I want to prophesy to that to somebody listening. It's not the final verdict. God has the final say. Some of you are looking at it and it looks hopeless. God says, I am the God of the impossible hear me this is the spirit of the lord prophesying to you today i am the god of the impossible is there anything too hard for me is what the word says i'm telling you today there is nothing too hard for him i don't care what's been buried i don't care what what looks hopeless what you gave up on in the first part of this year i hear the spirit of the lord saying it's your day to hope again it's your hour to begin to believe again and so jesus waits he waits until the fourth day now there's a lot of teaching there because Many rabbis taught that the spirit hung out in the grave for three days. Jesus waited until it was completely hopeless. And then he comes and, and Martha runs out to meet him. Many of you know this story in John chapter 11. I don't have time to read it, but you can read it for yourself. He, she runs out to meet Jesus. And she says something so Hum it's just humanity on display because this is what we all feel at times and many of you listening you can identify with Martha she said if you'd have been here 
my brother would not have died. He wouldn't have died if you'd have just been here. How many times do we look at our situations and we say, God, if you would have come through, I wouldn't have had to face this. I wouldn't have had to go through this. This wouldn't have looked hopeless. I, I wouldn't have uh, given up on the, If you would have just moved supernaturally, if you'd have just given me a little crack in the door at this, then this wouldn't have happened. He said, but I had to allow you to face this so you could see the power of the resurrection. Hmm. See, this is a word for you. And she says, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But even now, see, she didn't stop then. See, some of you today, I prophesy over, the, over your life. I prophesy over your life that you're going to have an even now testimony. She says, even now, I know that God hears you and that he will give you whatever you pray for. Even now, some of you are looking at your situation. Oh, I feel this strongly right now. Some of you are looking at your situation and it looks dead. But you know how Jesus referred to death? He said, Lazarus is sleeping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In another words, he's looking at a permanent situation and he's saying, this is only temporary. This, the disciples said, if he's sleeping, we don't have to go. And then he plainly said, no, Lazarus is dead. We're going to awaken him. We're going to awaken him. I believe on this Elijah fire today that many of you are going to have an awakening. Some of you right now, as the word is going forth, you are having an awakening. Before we went on air, Jeff and I were talking about God awakening some people that yeah. have been in despair, some people mm -hmm. that have felt hopeless, some people that that have looked like you've been buried. It looks like it's over, but I've come with the prophetic word. Jeff and I are here to say, mm -hmm. it's time for your awakening. Yes. It's time for you to get up from that brokenness mm -hmm. today. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Mm. Jeff, you want to you wanna share something? Well, like I, I just, man, I just feel like, uh, you have no, I mean, that this word like really 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 resonates with me personally um you know and at the at the beginning of the year or like it was the tail end of last year i think i had vocalized to people on elijah fire man this is this year i was like this year's gonna be i just feel like god's gonna do something something amazing like i was just so excited uh feeling it but then almost like the next day it was like obstacle after obstacle after obstacle setback after setback after setback got put in front of myself and my wife lauren and i was like oh i mean there was a part of me that was like okay the, especially initially i was like okay this is just a setup for god to do something great but then more <laughs> more setbacks more obstacles um kind of to the point where i was like Oh man, like, um, and I likened it to like when you're doing a workout and you're, you're holding a weight or doing a work, an exercise where you're like, you want so badly to quit, but then I always get that feeling of like, but you've got like two reps left. Like you can do two more reps. Like you don't have to set it down. You can do two more reps, you know? And so, um, hearing this word has been a very, like a huge encouragement for me. I can't wait for my wife to watch it as well. I'm like, you have to listen to this. Like, um, 
just because I think that this is exactly what people need to hear. And, and as I've been listening to you talk um, and prophesy, I was, I got a picture of, you know, as I was kind of walking through the, you know, up to this moment, um, what my year has kind of felt like it's been incredibly difficult. Um, and then I got the image of like, I saw all these like walls, you know, of different setbacks and obstacles, but then I, my vision pulled out and I saw they were bowling pins and, Come on. um, and, and that like, in order for, in order to play the, uh, in order to get a strike, in order to actually play the game of bowling, you need bowling pins. Um, and the whole point is for them to be knocked down. That's so good. And so I, and I saw, you know, God pulling the bowling ball back, you know, and obviously, you know, whatever his purposes are that, that bowling ball, uh, but, but those obstacles are actually meant to be knocked down. Um, and I, 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 yeah. So I just felt this surge of hope when I saw that. And I think that's not just for me, that's for anyone else that's feeling hopeless right now or feeling really discouraged right now that, that whatever those things are that are causing the discouragement are actually meant to be knocked down. And the more bowling pins there are, the more awesome it is when you get a strike, right? You're like, yeah, all of them got knocked down, but you know, it's, it's a lot more impactful than seeing like one, two or three bowling pins. If you get all of them set up. Yeah. So, uh, let that be an encouragement to people out there that, that whatever those obstacles are, God purposes for them to be knocked down. So I love that. I love that, uh, that vision because uh, it's so true. Your giants, your obstacles, those barriers are going to become your testimony. And they're actually confirmation of God's assignment on your life. If you look at the life of David, the Goliath was what propelled him to another stage in his life. And, uh, you know, even a few weeks ago, I preached a message on Ziglag. We know Ziglag was burned with fire. He had finally been given Philistine land and territory. I mean, David, I can't wait to meet David. David's my man. Yeah. He is a warrior and a worshiper. Yeah. And so I, I love David. And, uh, you know, Ziglag, he had finally built some territory. He's building up this army. And we know the story of Ziglag found in 1 Samuel chapter 30, uh, where he comes back and he sees the smoke. And, and I love to, to visualize him coming back and, and seeing the city that he had built up. And, you know, he had been uh, uh, running from Saul and hiding in caves and dodging javelins and all of these things 21 different attempts on his life from Saul his mentor and he's finally built this this territory and and he's raised up an army of misfits they were in debt they were distressed and and God sent him these men and this talks about how anointed he was to take these men and bring out the gold inside of them to raise them up to be mighty warriors but now his wives have been captured and all the men's wives and children have been captured. And the word says the people spake of stoning him. They were talking about stoning him. What do you do when the people you're leading begin to talk about stoning you? Yeah, he cried to God. <laughs> and so he begins to, to pursue after God. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, 
what do I do? And he begins to, I love the, the scripture that says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Because I picture this, first he's probably uh, feeling this just completely down, yeah. downcast. I mean, the betrayal you too, you know, oh, yeah. just like, guys, come on. Yeah. You can imagine the loss and the distraction that he's, mm -hmm. that he's facing, but I can just picture, I believe he walked and prayed because that's the way I pray. I will walk and pray. And, and so I believe he began to, to pray. And as he began to pray, he began to remind himself, God, you're the one that, that, that delivered me of the lion and the bear. You're the one that took down Goliath. You're the one that protected me. You're the one that anointed me. I didn't ask for this. You anointed me. The same God that brought down Goliath. And, and as he began to remind himself, I've got history with God. See, some of you right now, you need to remind yourself in your circumstances. Mm. You have history with God. It doesn't matter what surrounds you. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like. You have history with God. The same God that delivered you before is the same God that will deliver you now. And just as Jeff was sharing earlier about that vision of the, the bowling pins coming down, the greater the giant, the greater the amounts of obstacles and the, the, the barriers that God is going to break through is the greater the testimony that you are going to have. The greater the, 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 the distractions and the things that have tried to stop you are mere confirmation of God's assignment on your life. You've got good news. If you've been facing opposition, the good news is the enemy is threatened by what God is bringing forth in your life at the end of this year and i prophesy to you this coming months this the second season that you are walking into you are going to see confirmation after confirmation after confirmation of god's blessing and god's anointing and god's assignment on your life because giants are falling in this second half of this year in fact the lord showed me a haze of distraction See, that's what the enemy, he's after your vision. Because if he can steal your vision and get you over into hopelessness, then he can steal your assignment on your life. So he sent a haze of distraction to make your vision unclear. But I heard the Holy Spirit, and I released that in this word on the Elijah list. He said that there was coming clarity and that you were going to begin to see through the lens of the Holy Spirit. See, he showed it to me almost like uh, w when I have uh, glasses that I wear for distance, whenever I'm driving, I put on glasses so that I can see clearly uh, uh, the road signs and things uh, ahead. Somebody saw me the other day and they said, oh, is it those time for reading glasses? I said, not yet in <laughs> Jesus name. It's not going to happen either in Jesus name, <laughs> but, but I have to see it. For, to see distance clearly. And I believe many of you, when I saw this vision and the Lord began to speak to me about this, he showed me in a picture of my mind. He said, many of you are going to put on the lens of the Holy Spirit and what was hazy or what was unclear, you're going to begin to see clearly. Hmm. You're getting ready for an even now miracle. And see, that's what Martha prayed and said to Jesus, even now God hears you. Even now it's not too late. And I'm summing this up, but it's found in John chapter 11. I love when Jesus says to her, take me to where you laid him. 
in another words, he was saying, take me to where you gave up hope. Take me to the place where you buried your dream, where your life was buried, where your marriage was buried, where your vision was buried, where you said, okay, it's too late. Jesus didn't come when I called him. Take me to that place. And then Jesus prayed a prayer out loud because he wanted everyone to hear. And, and the word says that, that he wept. The shortest scripture in the word of God, Jesus wept. Uh, and so he wept. He groaned inside himself is what that means. And he told them, he gave them a prophetic instruction. He said, roll away the stone. He said, I'm getting intimate with that thing that seemed dead. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. And I want to prophesy that over to all the mm -hmm. Elijah list, Elijah fire mm -hmm. audience to you right now. He says, come forth. And yeah. when he released those words, the dead thing became alive again and he came forth, but he did not stop there. He did not stop. He looked at those around them and he said to them, he came bound hand and foot. He was struggling to make progress. He was struggling. See, some of you, you're struggling to make progress. You're struggling to walk into a new season because the grave clothes of yesterday, of last year, of even the first half of this year are still binding you up. But God sent me on assignment today to say, loose them, be loosed in the name of Jesus and let him go. And he was stripped of those grave clothes. And then he began to easily walk into his next season wow. god says the, the the grave clothes of the last season are go, you're going to be loose right now and you are going to walk easily into this next season there's going to be an ease there's going to be an anointing that comes on you to walk easily into mm. the purpose and the plan of god why because giants are falling why obstacles are breaking the barriers that were meant to break you you are going to break them you are going to bounce back you are going to leap into a suddenly you are going to leap into this next mm. season into this next half of this year and you are going to move forward in grace is what i hear the lord saying i'm mm. gracing you for this next season uh, where there's been such resistance it was only making you stronger that that resistance has only been building your muscle for this next season and now you're going to run with ease he says you're being loosed from the grave clothes of yesterday yes i prophesy that over you right now mm -hmm. you are being loosed from the grave clothes of yesterday of the last season those things that have tried to keep you over god has done something new in you but those grave clothes have still attached themselves to you saying oh well maybe god didn't do something new maybe i'm still in the tomb maybe i'm still bound to that yesterday the devil is a liar god is saying be loosed from those things that have bound you up be loose from those old season you are coming in to this new season says yeah. the lord mm. hallelujah man i feel that hallelujah. yeah super super powerful man get yeah. ready for that even now Come on, stretch your faith to believe. Even now, God can do it. Even in this second half, God can do it. You're at the halfway point. 
And Jeff, uh, another point the Lord spoke to me, I don't think I even wrote about this in the Elijah list, but he spoke to me and he said, what is a halftime? You think about, you know, in football, halftime is where they have the entertainment portion uh, of of the Super Bowl, let's say. They have the halftime uh, portion, the entertainment portion. And he spoke to me, he said, many of my people have been in a season of entertainment, but we're at the second half. And he said, I'm bringing my warriors out of the halftime. I'm bringing my warriors out out of the entertainment or distraction and I'm sending them forth as warriors to overtake and overcome and recover everything that I promised. The second half I prophesy to you today, it's going to be a season of recovery. That mm. which has been taken, that which has been stolen, that which has been lost, it's going to be a season of recovery. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. You know what happened in the next portion of David's life? He didn't know when he came to Ziglag and everything was burned with fire. But in mere hours, Saul was about to die Hmm. at the Battle of Geboa. The next chapter is when David was anointed to be king over Judah. And then thereafter, he was anointed to be king over all of Israel. See, you are stepping into something new. That's why the enemies come in with a surprise zigzag attack to make you just throw your hands. Even the people that are with me are talking about stoning me. I give up. I can't do anymore. Some of you have been saying that. Oh, but child of God, you can because your next step is going to be a step into breakthrough. Your next step is going to be a step into your purpose, in your identity, and it's going to be uh, uh, what God has promised. What God promised David all along was mere hours away from taking place. If he'd have given up at Ziglag and said, I just give up, I can't do this anymore. That's what the enemy wants. He wants many of you to give up. It's not a season of giving up. It's a season of pressing in. It's a season of recovery, says the Lord. Man, that's such a good word. Yeah, and I, I do, I, um, again, God speaks to me through pictures a lot. I, uh, I, I do feel like there are some people that need to position yourselves in faith in front of doors that you're like, there's no way that door's opening. And for some of you, um, obviously prompted by the Holy Spirit, but um, emboldened by your faith that God is actually going to to move. And especially in a door that looks shut, um, sta- positioning yourself in front of it, especially if you're like, well, I God, I heard you say that you were going to open this door, but this door got even more locks and more barricades over it. But in faith, I'm going to open. Um, and so for some of you, and look, I'm speaking to myself with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So absolutely. You know, uh, it is a season of, of doors beginning to open. It is mm-hmm. a season of, of glass ceilings beginning to shatter. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of you have been left out. Some of you have been outside looking in. But God said, I'm bringing you in. I'm, I, I'm breaking down that ceiling, that, that, that level that has kept you at a restraint. God says, you're breaking past it. You're, you're moving past it. And those things that look hopeless, David felt hopeless. 
But then when God released a word, see, when God gives you a prophetic instruction like he is right now on the Elijah fire, God gives you a word, a prophetic instruction. Jesus gave them a prophetic instruction. Roll the stone away and then loose him and let him go. And then Lazarus became a testimony. They came to see not only Jesus, but they came to see the one who he resurrected from the dead. He became a testimony. Uh, David came and he had a prophetic instruction, pursue, overtake, and recover all. He had a prophetic word. See, that's why the Elijah list and Elijah fire and, and prophetic ministries are so important because they can release a prophetic word mm-hmm. in your life that will give you that sudden surge that mm-hmm. will surge you past where you've been stuck, surge you past where you have given up hope. And see, today, that's why we're here, to call you forth out of the tomb in the second half of this year to surge past that barrier, to surge past that obstacle and into everything that God has promised you for this year. You're going to see the amazing hand of God begin to move for you right now. I declare it and decree it in Jesus name. Yeah. So, uh, for people who are, um, you know, they're feeling stirred as a result of this, um, do you have any other advice for people, uh, who, you know, uh, in terms of positioning themselves properly or, you know, like you were saying, you have history with God, like remember that history, declare that history. Um, well, you know, Jeff, I'm, I'm kind of radical about things because I'm a prophetic person. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I'm, I'm a person that's all in or all out. I'm either, you know, running on 100 or I'm out. Uh, One of the things that the Lord had me do, and this is just some things that, that God has spoken to me is he said to get out prophetic words that, that he had given me in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a prayer wall in my house. I have a prayer room. And so I began to tape those on my wall. Wow. And the Bible, you know, Paul told Timothy to war with his prophecies. Mm -hmm. And so for some of you that have words in the past or you have scriptures that you're standing on, this is the most prophetic book that we could ever get is right here is this (laughs) word of God. And and so you have scriptures, you have things, you have words that God has spoken over your life. Begin to get those out. I tape them to my wall so that when I walk past them, I can say, Lord, I lay hands on them and say, Lord, remember your word. Mm-hmm. You, you don't forget those promises. I call them forth. I call them forth and begin to declare them, begin to decree them when it looks so opposite good. of what God's promised, because a lot of times it will look opposite. Lazarus was dead. He was buried. It was impossible. But God had given them a promise that even now he said, I am the resurrection and the life. So I began to to prophesy to my promises. I like to type them out. I'm just that type of person. And so I like to print them and I put them on the wall. I call them forth. Another way to position yourself uh, to get yourself in position. I tell my my worship team a lot and my church a lot, you know, don't just sit back and relax. And just say, you know, okay, God, I hear the word of God. So <laughs> you begin to position yourself. You know, there's something when a runner is getting mm-hmm. ready to run, they're in a position of running. Begin to position yourself for that promise as if it's happening right now. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, get yourself ready. If God has promised you that you're going to speak and travel to nations, get your passport. Do practical things. Position yourself. Another way is to begin to sow seed into that promise. Uh, I know That's people good. don't want to hear. Sometimes they get offended because we've seen things abused in the past. But let me tell you, there is something about a seed that will break your will and break the back of the enemy because it takes faith to activate a seed. And as you begin to sow a seed, some of my greatest breakthroughs have been when I have sown a seed and said, God, I don't even know where this is coming from. I'll never forget. And I'll share this story and I'll turn it over to you. But I'll never forget. I was sitting on a platform and I wasn't even ministering at this conference. But the Lord spoke to me and he said, Andrew, I want you to sow a significant seed. And he told me the amount. And I looked at my wife, who, who does the paying of the bills and the accounting. Mm -hmm. And I said, the Lord just spoke to me that we're to sow this amount. And she said, Andrew, are you sure? Because that's everything. Like mm -hmm. maybe even putting us in the negative. It's everything mm -hmm. in our checking account. Well, we sure don't want to write bad checks to a ministry. Right. But I said, <laughs> I heard the Lord speak and he's going to provide. And so, you know, I did quick accounting. I looked online to make sure I had the money in my account. And it was going to totally, I think there was going to be $7 uh, left in our account after we wrote this, this check. <laughs> nice. uh, and I, I knew I heard from the Lord. Yeah. And so I, I sowed that seed into that, that ministry. And as I did, the next week, the Lord supernaturally opened a door. And I'm telling you, it was a supernatural door that God opened. And, and the Lord said, Andrew, see, sometimes you have to prove God by doing something that hurts your flesh, mm -hmm. that hurt my flesh, because I'm an, a practical person. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to pay this bill? How are we going to eat next week? How are we going to do this? The Lord sometimes wants us to take a step of faith. And so that's one way that God will challenge us is to sow a seed. He'll say, get yourself in position to see the promise come forth. But those are just some of the practical ways that God yeah. challenges me personally mm. in my way. And, and I know many of you listening, you have other ways that God will, will challenge you to, to step out in faith. But yeah. I believe it's the hour. We're going to yeah. see the hand of God move. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, that actually reminds that story you shared reminds me of a story that I have, which I've shared on the show a couple of times, but I always like to revisit it because it is uh, definitely in line with what you're talking about. And and I was um, I was in film school and, um, you know, it's through YWAM. YWAM has like a university in Kona, Kona base. Um, and. Uh, one of my fellow students, he's from Burkina, Burkina Faso uh, in uh, Africa. And, um, you know, there was a couple of us that still needed money. We had it by, needed it by a deadline. And we had done all this fundraising. It's always about ready to make a large payment. I want to say it was probably 2500 bucks or something like that. All right. And I heard so clearly the Lord said, I want you to give all of that to the fellowship. I want you to pay off his school. And so I immediately go to Lauren, who was in an internship through her art school at the time. And I go, hey, can I talk to you for a sec? And I go, hey, uh, this is what I heard God say. And she immediately was like, go do it. And so I did. And I was like, man, 
the rush that came from that of like, God, even if there was an, uh, there was an acute awareness, even if what I want in this situation to come true of like me getting provision and everything like that. Um, even if that doesn't happen, the fact that I am fulfilling your promise in someone else's life. Yes. I was like, that is such an honor to be able to do that. Um, and, and to be used in that way. And so I went and I did it and the guy was just like, Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, like just totally undone. And then, um, and then that, but I think it was by the end of the day, or it was the next day, God provided everything that we needed for, but what, what would have happened, Andrew, if I had held on to that money, I've been like, I mean, there's been so many instances in my life in regards to finances where God has proven himself time and time again of like money is a non-issue for God. Uh, Often what he's after is something completely different because I remember after my school got paid, we had done some other fundraising. And so I think I had like 500, 600 bucks as a result of that. And I went to another person and I gave, I said, I want you to have this money. And cause they still needed provision. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's your money. Like you worked really hard. I'm like, I need you to, I need you to take this, <laughs> you know, like that. it's just, um, so I think g- never underestimate generosity and we're not doing it to bend God's like twist his arm, right. but money really is a non-issue. If the streets are paved with gold in heaven, he's got enough money, you know, right. like God will provide. And I think that that's something that, especially in the West, we get very hung up on is, is, is money, you know, but God will provide. And again, I don't want you to just be like, okay, that's it. I'm going to just do this so that I can force God's hand. That's not what I'm talking about. It's more just about being obedient to whatever God is asking you to do. As was the case with Andrew, as was the case with myself, being obedient in that and being like, Hey, are, are, are we trusting God enough? And it may not even be money. It may be moving to another city across the country and being like, like I've got, or maybe it is God is asking you to leave your job and trust him to provide something else. Do we trust God enough? Is God's word enough for us to, to stand on? Because scripture is time and time again says, Hey, God's word will fulfill the purpose for what you sent. Isaiah 55, 11. I love it. It's one of my favorite verses. Um, but that's an important thing for us to analyze within our hearts is like, do we trust God enough if he's asking us to do something and maybe we don't see the full picture yet? We're led by faith, not by sight. Um, and so I, I think that's an important litmus test for us to, to analyze our hearts and our flesh, quite honestly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like you said, it's not always finances. It could, it could be moving. It could mm-hmm. step out in faith, you know. Uh, I've told our prophetic team, sometimes it's sharing a word where you're intimidated or you feel like, oh, you know, who who wants to hear what I have to say? It's not what you have to say. It's can the Lord trust you with revelation and what will you Mm. do with that? Good stewardship. Yes, stewardship. Absolutely. You know, what will you, how will you steward what God has promised you? And Mm. so I believe that, that many promises are coming forth in the second half yeah. of this year. Amen. But you have to do your part. You know, we, we, we want God to do everything, 
Faith without works is dead. So we have to do some things. We've got, like we were talking about earlier, we've got to position ourselves in ways to see the promises of God come alive. We've got to be in a position of receiving what God has. If you're just laying down watching Netflix all day and and just zoning out, guess what? God's not going to physically make me go preach to the nations or go prophesy to the nations. I have to do my part and then he will flow through me. So sometimes we're waiting on God to do everything and God is saying, I'm waiting on you Mm -hmm. to get up and see the fulfillment of my word. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You can't take ground when you're sitting on the couch, you know? Uh, So, all right, Andrew, I would love for you to pray for people. I would love that. Mm. I would love that. Lord, I, I come to you right now. You know the very ones that are listening that that are in desperate need and maybe that that haze that i wrote about and i was talking about just a minute ago from the enemy has surrounded them and they can't see clearly they don't see a way out they don't see uh, what you're going to do and this this it looks like this year has been wasted it looks hopeless but right now in the name of jesus i am asking you holy spirit to go and put let them see through your lens so that they will see clearly the vision the purpose the calling that you have for them it is not too late you are doing a new thing in this hour and today i prophetically call them forth this is your time this is your moment don't miss this moment where god is doing and even now he is doing a miracle he is freeing you from some things that look dead it looks buried it looks hopeless but he is the resurrection and the life and it is coming forth right now lord you see those ones that have their hands raised and that are saying god let this word be for me it is for you says the Lord it is coming forth in your life right now and that haze is breaking the distractions of the enemy are breaking the assault of the enemy is breaking and you are coming forth he says forget all that has been before you are coming into an even now miracle and I will receive the glory from your testimony that breaks today I hear the Lord saying the stronghold of the enemy breaks right now over your family over your home over your finances over your ministry over your relationships it breaks right now that safe place where the enemy has been dwelling that stronghold it breaks he says run to my name the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous can run to it and are safe and right now on this broadcast we magnify the name of Jesus the name of Jesus that breaks every chain that destroys every yoke the anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage and sets the captive free I thank you today for my friend my brothers and my sisters I declare freedom over their life over their ministry, over their calling, over their promises, over their purposes, right now, in the name of Jesus, be free. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Man, what a good word, Andrew. Such a good word. Um, All right. So do you have any uh, do you have any new events coming up possibly in the future? People can um, if they're in the area can can attend. Do you have anything coming up? 
I do. We have a, uh, if you go to my website, andrewtow.com, uh, we have an event page there. I have a prophetic com- conference coming up with uh, John Veal. It's going to be nice. uh, John in awesome. Ch- Chicago. It's in September. I don't know the exact information, but you can go to my website or johnville.com. I'm sure he has the information there on the screen. And um, so we have a lot of events coming up. Go check them out. I can't think of them right now, but yeah. we have a lot of things coming up. <laughs> the event uh, tab knows. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. And then how can people follow you? Uh, Andrew Tell, I'm on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, all the social media platforms. And then, of course, andrewtell.com. It'll give you the links for all of those, those links uh, there at the screen. Awesome. Andrew, thank you so much, man. It's Thanks always so good having, having you on. It's always such an encouragement. Uh, man, such a good word. People, send this to people. Send this, send this prophetic word to people. It's, it's such a necessary word for right now for a lot of people in the body of Christ. Yes. So, yeah. Everybody, have a blessed day. Tune in tomorrow, which is Friday. Yay. Uh, at 2 p.m. Pacific time, we've got Andrea Hobart back. We're going to be talking a lot about the issue of human trafficking. As you guys know, she is the co-founder of the Sierra Cares Foundation, which aids in um, helping uh, people, uh, it, providing an oasis for people that have been pulled out, rescued from sex trafficking and just human trafficking in general. It's going to be a really powerful time. So it's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, which is Friday. Love you guys, and we'll see you then. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.